The Democrats have actually objected the electoral certification in 2016. The Democrats end their prayer by saying amen and ah women, which literally makes no sense, while trying to ban gender inclusive terms. And the New York governor has administered less than one third of the COVID vaccines after criticizing Trump's vaccine plan. We get into all this and more, but before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on new every single day. And also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this content, so please bear with me. Now, let's get into this. Listen to this lunacy from the Democratic Party. Listen. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. A man and a woman. So the Democrats literally ended with a man and a woman, which literally makes no sense in a desperate attempt to be inclusive while simultaneously trying to pass legislation to ban gender specific terms. You literally cannot make this thing up at all. So the, de the full definition of amen is uh, uttered at the end of a prayer or a hymn, meaning so it be. So saying a woman literally absolutely has no basis in reality. It's not even a real thing. And it also shows off the hypocrisy. They're trying to be gender inclusive while at the same exact time they are uh, <laughs> trying to ban, I guess, uh, gender pronouns from the house so democrats we must remove all gender terms also democrats amen and ah a woman <laughs> the democrats ended their prayer the same way i reacted to michelle obama a man a woman <laughs> i wrote that one myself but anyway guys this is just this is just another example of showing the democrats lunacy on display and the hypocrisy i don't these are also the same people who at time Time and time again, they will actually use the Bible to promote their socialism and use the Bible to say, well, Jesus was a socialist. When it's beneficial to them, they try to use the Bible to help push their agenda. When they're ending their prayers saying, amen, a woman. Does anybody see a problem with this? Does anybody see a problem with how they're trying to ban gender-specific terms and then ending their, their prayer? with being gender-specific inclusive? Does anybody, any of you Democrat voters, see, or any Christian Democrat voters, see any problem with any of the things that these Democrats are doing? Because every, it's, it's not a matter of uh, if the Democrats are being hypocritical or getting caught in their own lies or getting caught in some twist of their own agenda. It's when you're going to catch it. And what it seems to be when we catch it is now becoming the same exact day or just a couple days apart. I, it, it makes no sense to me how anybody can still continuously vote Democrat. The Democrats objected to the electoral vote certification in 2000, 2004, and 2016. 11 House Democrats objected in 2016 with no basis for an objection and were shut down. These are the same people calling the objection that's going to be happening this week a threat to democracy. Now, I'm going to play the clip for you so you can see how crazy and loony the Democrats were in this situation, and they were actually shut down by Joe Biden, maybe because the Democrats didn't want any investigation into fraud because it would expose themselves. But let's watch. There's no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. Title III of the United States Code required that any objection be presented in writing, signed by both members of the House of Representatives and as both member of the House of Representatives and a Senator. The objection is in writing, signed by a member of the House of Representatives, but uh, not yet by a member of the United States In Senate. that case, the objection cannot be entertained. 
Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yet, Mr. President. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. There is in no Georgia. debate. There is no debate. And if there is not signed by a senator, the objection cannot be entertained. People are horrified by the overwhelming evidence 18, of Russian interference Title in our elections. The United States. Real quick, she's like, people are horrified by the overwhelming evidence of Russia collusion. Listen, all those investigations literally came up with nothing. So the Democrats had literally no basis to stand on. I'm surprised that there were 11 House Democrats with this objection. I'm more surprised that no senators actually joined in on it. Maybe because they, they knew it's a bunch of BS. Code prohibits debate in the joint session. It is over. Uh. <laughs> And grave concern. Is it signed by a United States Senator? Yet we're seeking well, a United States Senator. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. Is there a signature from a Senator? There is a signature from the House of Representatives, myself. The and objection no cannot be point. received without a signature from the Senator. This also goes to show that many Democrats do not know the constitutional process. You, you need to have it signed by a Senator in order to... Uh, object to certification and, and th these these Democrats are going up and they're like well well not yet oh well, well, well not quite we don't we don't quite have an objection yet we're we're still waiting for well listen if you don't have a senator on it we can't do anything for you so that, that that's what happened in this situation and these are the Democrats the Democrats don't know the Constitution simple as that Senate I have it in writing and now seeking a signature from a United the objection States Senate. cannot be received uh, thank you by grave concerns of the intelligence Objection cannot be received. I do have a written uh, document with the my objection signature cannot on it seeking be received. a senator, but the Russian intruder. The, the, the clerk will continue to call the roll. I do not wish to debate. I wish to ask, is there one United States senator who will join me in this letter there of objection? There is no debate. Chamber will be in order. So it ended with a bunch of people actually getting up and yelling and being disorderly. So this is the more Democrat hypocrisy put on display. They're trying to tell us that what we're doing is a threat to democracy. All of our personal investigations into fraud, everything that we're filing, that we're finding, is, uh, I guess, no case for an objection. Meanwhile, they objected with literally zero basis, zero evidence, nothing of anything, just simply orange man bad. And that's probably why a lot of the senators, and that's probably why even the vice president were saying no, because there, there really was no proof. They already had their plan that they're going to use this to push for impeachment. They're going to use this to, to slander and destroy Trump over the next four years. And also, they didn't want any true investigation because if there was a true investigation it might uncover some of their own fraud in their own party but hey hey this you go on twitter and you'll just see them screaming and yelling at every single the democrats screaming and yelling at every single republican that wants to object to certification saying that they're a threat to democracy but where was any of that four years ago where was any of that in 20 2004 where was that in, in 2000 no and it, it, it didn't happen <laughs> because the Democrats live in their own twisted world of reality. They, they're, not, they're living in a reality fed to them by the Democrat politicians and the mainstream media. And that's not reality. Not being on Twitter has literally been the best thing I've ever did in my entire life. Because you go on there and every single trend is absolutely cancerous. Everything these Democrats are saying, they're absolutely just, they're mentally ill. They're mentally unstable. They just freak out. 
Something doesn't go their way. They, just, they don't know how to react. Have you, have you? They just start cussing and, and rambling on disgusting, vile, evil individuals completely brainwashed by the system, brainwashed by the mainstream media. And they're so brainwashed to the point where they're actually in support of the people they say they against. It's a mental illness and we need to find a vaccine for being socialist. A Republican state rep died from a brain aneurysm. And how did the left treat this? By attributing it and politicizing his death for COVID-19. This is what Eric Findingling said. Breaking, Pennsylvania GOP state lawmaker had tested positive for COVID-19 in December 2020 has died. He was 42. Proximate cause of death was a brain aneurysm, RIP. So he died from a brain aneurysm, and this guy wants to attribute it to COVID-19 to politicize COVID-19 and using his death for political purposes. And this is what some random user said, and this is what a bunch of other people are saying in relation to his death. Another one bites the dust. I've said it. There'll be no cause of their own for the deaths. No mask, no life can be the outcome. That's two GOP elected lawmakers, one state, and one would have been federal, but he didn't make it today for his swearing in. Keep it, keep calling it fake without masks. Um, so, uh, you know, clearly he's, he died from a brain aneurysm, but, you know, hey, COVID-19, but you better wear a mask. Ridiculous. And this is what Eric Findingling went on to say. Is it COVID? Question mark. Not enough details, but I'll leave the NIH report here. Um, real quick, before I get into more of what this Findingling was saying... Uh, why don't we use the same standard when counting people who die, uh, who took a vaccine? Are we ever going to see articles? Are we ever going to see fandinglings talk about how, oh, so-and-so died from getting hit by a car. So-and-so died from a heart attack. So-and-so died from, from cancer who took a virus three months prior. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, who took a, a vaccine three months prior. Are we going to see anything like that? No, no, we're not going to see because this is all politicized, all for a political agenda. And he said, I'll leave this right here. These passages of studies here. Yes, COVID causes brain damage and vascular damage. Someone tracked every COVID death among state and federal elected. Every instance has been a GOP, according to this threat. Uh, another one announced today, much closer to home. And, and it's U.S. Today did an annulus on this, as well as early GOP elected leaders hit hardest among much harder three-fourths of U.S. Congress who got infected are GOP. Maybe even worse. What, what does it matter? <laughs> what is it? See, they're, just, they're using deaths they're to politicize an agenda completely, even when there is no relation. So when I tell you that COVID deaths are being overrepresented and overcounted and being politicized, you can look back to what Eric Findingling has been saying. And this guy has been literally going off for probably the better half of a year now with this same exact agenda. Whenever a five-year-old kid dies... And they tested positive for COVID. That counts as a COVID death, even though the cause of death was unrelated. I remember the first person, the first high school kid in America to die from COVID. He died because his heart literally exploded. He was an athlete. He was probably taking some performance enhancing drugs. And post-mortem, they tested him and they found out, oh, wow, look, he tested positive for COVID. And, the, and they, they ran the headlines. First teen tested positive for COVID dies. Something like that. It's, it's, it's being politicized. It's being politicized by people who want to keep you locked inside. The, we have all the data available right now. It is not some unknown virus that's going to wipe out and destroy half the world. All the models were wrong. All the projections were wrong. Everything was completely wrong in relation to this virus and this situation that we're dealing with. It's not an unknown quantity. I remember when this was first happening and COVID first came to be, people thought it was literally a, a zombie virus coming from China that was literally going to turn us all into zombies. I, I remember that. And I remember friends texting it to me and I say, you're crazy. It's not that. Because I was literally following this from day one. From the first infection, I was literally following this 
I was reading up on medical papers and doctors, listening to what they have to say. I, I, I know everything there could, needs to know about this virus. And I'm telling you right now, the left is using it to nothing but for political purposes. Cuomo said that Trump's vaccine plan would be a disaster, but Cuomo has distributed less than one-third of the vaccines received while prioritizing addicts over high-risk individuals. It seems like he wants people to croak as he drags his self-inflicted crisis on. So let's fully read the article and let's see what's going on. This is nothing more but just hypocritical Democrats being put on display. New York has administered less than a third of the COVID vaccines after criticizing Trump's vaccine plan. New York has administered less, okay, whatever. Uh, as administered just a quarter of its shots, state data shows, despite Andrew Governor's complaints of the President Trump administration's vaccine distribution plan. In the New York Post report that only around 630,000 doses have been sent to the Empire State but just 200,000 doses had actually made their way to New Yorkers' arms as a Wednesday data shows. New York City fares even worse, with just around 22.5% of the 12.4 million doses distributed. In New York City, some 88,000 people have received the first dose over the last three weeks as the vaccine began being administered for healthcare workers as nurses or home residents, the outlet reports. And despite Cuomo's decision to criticize the Trump administration vaccine plans, which he said was an affront to justice, according to CBS News, because the administration refused to prioritize low-income and minority citizens, at one point Cuomo even threatened to sue Trump administration to force them to reconfigure how they dole out the millions of vaccines. Uh, this is what was said. We will fight to make sure every life is protected equally because enough people have died and enough injustice is being done during COVID. He said, it stops now and it stops with this vaccine. So uh, if we take a vaccine, do we still have to wear a mask? Oh, okay. They're still going to make us wear a mask. Oh, if we take the vaccine, can we return back to work? Oh, no, we still can't return to work. Oh, if we take the vaccine, can I go see my grandparents? Oh, no, I still can't do that. Uh, can I go out to dinner? Oh, no, I, you, they want you to take the vaccine and then they're going to change absolutely nothing with how society works. Even if you're immune to it, they're still changing nothing with how the society works and functions. Um, and I guess the Democrats' version of uh, protecting people equally uh, is pretty much by prioritizing addicts and, I guess, uh, colored people. Uh, and yeah, they also said enough people have died from this injustice. So whose fault is that? Oh, okay, that's Cuomo's fault. Unfortunately, it seems New York has bigger things to worry about than there were ethnic minorities fall in line to receive the coronavirus jab. Uh, we are far, far behind where we need to be, said Councilman Mark Levine, told the, the Post. We should have been vaccinated 400,000 people a week. The problem is, no doubt, partly the fault, uh, the fault of the flaws of the federal vaccine distribution plan. That's what they're claiming. <laughs> but, you I mean, you guys got the vaccines in your hand and you're not even distributing them all. But now that's Trump's fault. Manufacturers like Pfizer and Madonna have shipped more than 12 million uh, vials, and all, uh, but only 3 million people have thus far received the first dose of the vaccine. And both Pfizer and Madonna say patients will need two doses for them to reach full immunity in the United States to have any hope of achieving herd immunity. Uh, this is what was said which by the New York Post editorial board, which I think might explain it best. But it doesn't absolve New York's officials, particularly when Cuomo has held himself up as the co coronavirus king par excellence even writing a book praising his own leadership. The New York Post added this to our editorial board. Now, that's the thing. 
Now, if if Trump is getting the vaccines in your hands to the city and to the local and to the states, uh, people who are then going to be distributing it directly to the citizens, that's not on Trump's fault. Trump, Trump's warp speed agenda, Trump, what, what he's doing is getting the vaccines to the cities and to the states that need it. At that point, it's up to the local officials to roll out that full distribution. So this is more proof of the Democrats just blaming their own uh, poor leadership on the good leadership at the top. That's all that these Democrats do. They do it every single step of the way. They mess things up and they blame it on Trump. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Go subscribe to the full episode of this podcast. You can listen on all the podcast apps, The Joey Saladino Show. Also, if you can, you know, obviously drop the video like and subscribe. And if you, uh, yeah, also turn the post notifications on. Uh, if you support my show, please become a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. If you donate, I will give you a call to say thank you. Just please be in mind. Sometimes it takes me a week or two to get around to all the DMs. Um, kind of traveling. I'm going to be on the 6th. I'll be in D.C. Um, and then I'm actually moving to Vegas. I'm flying back to L.A. I got a lot of moving around going on. So forgive me if it takes me a little bit too long to get to all the calls. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.